All right. Good morning, everyone. Appreciate y'all being here. Uh, today, we are going to be talking to uh, some people that came highly recommended. We're going to be talking to Kevin Dole and Terry Eckert from Kansas City and Freddie Neverett and Ruben Burunda from El Paso. Um, in the interest of having the title not be too unwieldy, I titled it Day in the Life of a Parts Manager, but this is really Day in the Life of a Parts Manager and their Assistant Manager. Uh, so we're going to get to hear uh, both of those uh, both of those perspectives from a couple of, of our different RTCs. So the uh, first thing that I want to do is I'd like to hear from you guys uh, a little bit about yourself. So if y'all could uh, just do the rounds and introduce yourself uh, and just, you know, a little, little bit about who you are and, and, and how you got here. Uh, Freddie, you want to start? Yes, sir. Uh, so I'm from the El Paso store, 1011, and I've been with Rush um, for 15 years. Uh, I started as a parts runner back in 2007 and worked myself up to a parts manager. So I worked in the warehouse, front counter, phone room, and now uh, outside sales and now as a parts manager. So um, I really enjoy my job and with the people I work with. Hey, great. Uh, Ruben? All right. Okay. So my name is Ruben from El Paso, 1011, one of the best rushes, you know. <laughs> and um, actually went to uh, diesel mechanic school, worked in tech, and I was doing actually my intern here. And I saw the uh, the part department, energy and other stuff. So instead of going to be a technician, I prefer to be on the parts department. Okay. So when I was doing my intern, I think Gary Newman was the person there by that time, and he's the one that hired me here. And I'm here. I started as a runner, then I became a warehouse lead guy. Then I went to a back counter, front counter, and now they give me the opportunity to be a system person here, to be working with my brother, Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And actually, I mean, it's a really cool, um, position, you know, coming every day, drinking coffee, great energy, drinking monsters, you know, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little nervous, okay? <laughs> no, no problem, no problem, you're doing good, thanks. <laughs> All right, Kevin? Uh, Kevin Dole, I am the parts manager here at Kansas City uh, 2505, we're Navistar dealer. I've been here 30 years, started out in 1992 uh, delivering parts, worked up to the warehouse and then to the parts counter. And out of my time on the parts counter, I probably spent most of that on the back counter, uh, which I always enjoyed the uh, back counter, getting in all the new stuff first and uh, relationships with the techs. And um, been parts manager for almost seven years so um, most days i enjoy what i'm doing um there are some of them days some days better than others so that's that's about it yeah we'll, we'll get into some some of the dirty details on that in a little bit <laughs> uh, terry what about you um i have almost been here 10 years i started out in the warehouse um and then did a lot of the purchasing and then system parts manager so whatever Kevin needs me to do, I do it. I haven't really worked on the counter or done any of that, but I've done a lot of the background stuff. Okay. All right. Great. Thanks. Appreciate it, guys. All right. So uh, first thing I'd like to hear from you guys is just what does a typical day look like? Um, the answer may be there's not a typical day, but but as much as you can generalize it, what is it? What does a normal day in the parts department look like? Um, uh, Kevin and Terry, you guys want to want to lead off with this? 
Um, like you said, most there's not a typical day. There's not, uh, you know, we probably both of us have some kind of a plan when we come in here in the, in each day. And, and most of the time are probably the first hour we're here is our mo mo most productive. Um, because once uh, business starts, that's when um, all the problems start. And most of my day, that's what I'm doing. I feel like I'm just bouncing from one problem to the next problem, whichever is important or whoever's standing in front of me at that time. And um, emails, you know, we get tons of emails from either IBS disputes, fleet charge disputes, or warranty shortages, or, you know, workflows. And it's just, um, yeah, there's always something going on. And most most days at the end of the day, I'm completely exhausted, but and I couldn't even remember or tell anybody what I actually got accomplished for the day. So it's uh it's like I said, most days are pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, I think it was Shakespeare that said everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So exactly. Uh, <laughs> um Freddie and Ruben, what uh, what do y'all think? Is is that pretty similar to you guys or is it a little bit different? Uh no, it's a, it's about the same. Uh usually um in the mornings, Ruben and I kind of get together in the morning, uh, do a plan. And we kind of just kind of we do everything by time. So everything's like eight o'clock. We come in, see what, what what we have to deal with, who's working, who's not working. And we kind of just kind of divide and conquer usually. So either Ruben goes in the warehouse, we'll go on the front counter or just depends where the day takes us. But usually, I mean, um, that's the, the great thing about being a parts manager is that it's it's never a normal day so mm -hmm. actually we work really well together so we manage we have a good chemistry and we kind of just work in silence you know we know what needs to be done and we just execute it as the day goes mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i don't really want to add anything else. i would like to say that i guess our best communication during the days through silence i know it makes no sense but that's what we do you know <laughs> we're, we're like yeah yeah well connected that we don't even say hi to each other but we know that we're doing something together you yeah know? Mm -hmm. right yeah I was expecting and expected. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'd like to hear a little bit from you guys about um, sort of the division of labor between y'all in terms of how it breaks down. What as parts manager, what are you taking care of? As as an assistant parts manager, what are you taking care of? Um, uh, Freddie and Ruben, y'all want to start this one? Yeah. So like, uh, usually, um, what well, what we try to do is like depending what what situation we're in so like if we get like for instance like i'll, I'll use a, an example um last friday we we're down two three guys in the front counter back counter right so without even actually acknowledging it we know what needs to get done so ruben will take over the back counter i'll do the front counter kind of just help out the customers because at the end of the day customer service um is key here and we don't like to have a lot of people uh wait in line and we always acknowledge them so we just do our best to kind of keep the energy up uh, make sure we acknowledge everybody and we just kind of just work so we I mean to we alleviate the line and and then we go on to the next you know so once we put that fire out we go in the warehouse and see what's going on from there mm -hmm. okay we're always two players mm -hmm. uh Kevin and Terry what's uh what tells um experience with that uh for the most part I'm handling you know the parts issues and and things that are happening uh, on the counter or with our phone room guys. Um, uh, I handle a lot of the warehouse and um, when the front counter does get busy with will call customers, we'll go run and help with will call and whatever they need. We just kind of run and do whatever needs to be done whenever it needs to be done. There's not really a 
Yeah. Anything's set. Like like them guys said, it's it's a pretty much a fire drill. You know, you're just taking mm. whatever's coming at you, and uh, you know Terry spends a probably more time than she should be spending back in the warehouse. But you know we're shorthanded back there. We're shorthanded on the counter, so we're, we're just you know bouncing from one fire to the next fire, and, and uh, hopefully at the end of the day we're we're getting everything that needs to be accomplished accomplished. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Um, so in terms of the, the department outside of you guys, I know there's a, you know, pardon the pun, a lot of moving parts in the parts department. Um, what are some of the different things that get taken care of? What are some of the different roles that you work with, the different tasks that get dealt with? What are, what are, and in the big picture, what are, what are some of the things that go on uh, throughout the parts department? I file a lot of claims through Navistar. Um, oh, we have... Um, well, we're always battling, battling somebody else for something, it seems like. Um, mm -hmm. she, she mentioned claims, you know, we're filing claims, trying to get that stuff paid through Navistar. Um, I, are you talking to our, our task with our, our people or, or our task or? Yeah, with your people. What is, uh, you, for somebody that, that hasn't worked in a parts department before, what are some of the, some of the things that go on? So, uh, you know, our phone room guys, they're pretty much handling, the, that's what they're doing. They're hammering phones, trying to as much as they can. Our counter people do have some idle time uh, throughout the day. So we do ask them them people to, to work our returns cart as much as they can to help out the warehouse people. Um, call. Yeah, going through our will call area. Um, and, we, you know, we got some, Terry handles a lot of the workflows, but she's got, uh, Drew and Tammy back there. She leans on also for helping assist her with the with the workflows because we do get a bunch of workflows. Um, we spend a lot of time working our carts and our returns bin just to see what's left in there, see what we missed. Um, we we try to task our people, but you know we only we all got only have so many people to take care of our business. So obviously that's the most important. Is we need to make sure the people we do have are doing that and taking care of our business so we 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 do lean on them but we don't you know bombard them because like i said mm -hmm. we just we need them focusing on our, our taking care of business mm -hmm. uh el paso how does that compare to y'all's experience um uh, i guess i would say like our intensity level and the parts department we try to we always try to find a way to stay tasked at all times and we just um always do um little functions and stuff so they'll see if they've never worked with us, they'll, they'll see the, the teamwork behind what we do here. So no matter what, if you're a front counter guy, they work warehouse, or if uh, Ruben is the assistant, he'll he'll uh, deliver cards. So they'll see a great team chemistry. Okay, good, good. Um, so what would you say is uh, unique or particular to your particular RTC? What makes you, what makes working in your part department, parts department distinctive as opposed to maybe somewhere else? I would say our our uh, culture here is uh, uh, we are hardworking and we just kind of just failure is not an option here. So there's no uh, excuses. We just try to get the job done no matter how it gets done, you know. So mm -hmm. if we have to stay late, we just knock it out, you know. It just I guess the, the way we try to do it is just finish the task at hand no matter how long it takes, even if you have to stay another hour, two hours late, but that'll alleviate what we need to do tomorrow. There's no eight okay. to five discussion for us. Yeah, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. 
Uh, <laughs> Kevin and Terry, what, what about you guys? What, what do y'all think? Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, you know, teamwork and uh, everybody working together. And, um, you know, just we try to have as much fun uh, throughout the whole department as we can. Um, and, you know, we all got to be here. So we try to make the most of it and try to get, you know, everything done uh, that needs to be done and, and making sure we're taking the absolute best care of our our customers. And uh, I don't know, you know, something I'm kind of uh, proud of here is, uh, you know, our industry has always been uh, based around, um, you know, guys and, and in our our department, I got 16 people and, and you know, I got half of those are, are women. So um, and they do a great job and I'm proud to have all of them. So that's probably the one thing that we probably is different than a lot of the other locations. So. So it sounds from from uh, all you guys talking about this, um, it, it seems like you think of your department more as a, a single unit, as a team, as opposed to individual positions doing individual jobs. It sounds like a lot of whatever needs to get done, whoever's available, go take care of it. Um, is that pretty accurate? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, in the time that you've been on the job, what has changed about the parts department? Uh, just. Uh, well, obviously we're on SAP, so that's been a, a big change. Um, uh, you know, the operation side of it and the people, you know, when I first became parts manager, we were, did have a very experienced crew, um, a lot of knowledge, but, you know, over the seven years, we've had people, you know, a couple pass and, and others retire. So uh, I'd say that's probably been the biggest one is the uh, the people and the experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we got good people today still, and I and I wouldn't uh, want to lose any of those as well. Yeah, uh, Freddie, what about you? What's changed uh, since you've been doing the job? Um, that's a good question. I would say, um, I guess I, I will go back to the teamwork, just because I guess you know when 2020 came with COVID and all that stuff, that was kind of one of those times where everyone kind of stuck together. We were always helping each other. So that I think that year was a, a blessing, you know, because um, that's how, how we knew who who were the good, who were, I guess I should say, we knew who, who was in it through thick and thin, you know. So at that time, like, it was tough. We were trying to fill in different positions. But at the same time, working hand in hand with a warehouse guy or a front counter, I mean, you build a relationship and you get to know people a little bit better because I mean we were in it together you know so <laughs> I would say like 2020 was probably one of those one of the best years just to build a team and so now um I mean we're we're unstoppable mm-hmm. is how I feel and yeah we see each other as a family yes sir yeah I guess if you guys can uh can survive that there's there's not a lot not a lot that you can't handle at that point I guess <laughs> yes sir yes sir so uh, what happens um, in a parts department behind the scenes that people might not be aware of? Um, if somebody works in service or somebody works in corporate, what, what might they not know about the parts department? Mm, I would say that I guess the the, the, the brotherhood uh, that we have together is that uh, when we make a decision, I mean, we make a decision as a group. You know, it's never just because I'm the parts manager. That's what's right for everybody. So we always like to get feedback from everybody and we kind of making a decision as a, as a team. So um, 
that's what a lot of people don't know. They think that if Ruben makes the idea or whoever, it's because it was a group, it was a group effort at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, it keeps coming back to the to the concept concept of the team and y'all y'all really working together. Yeah, yeah. And we stick to our guns, you know, whether mm -hmm. right or wrong. We just hey, that's what it is. That's our decision and we move forward. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, Kevin, Terry. I think um, other departments don't really realize exactly what it takes to get them their part from the first step to <laughs> there's just a <laughs> lot of steps from unloading the truck to checking it in to getting it where it needs to go. So, I mean, there's just there's a lot of stuff in the background that they think that just because the parts here, they need it right now. Mm. And it's not really it doesn't work like that. And especially with SAP, there's a lot of extra steps, which. That was very frustrating at first, but now, I mean, I do have to say our inventory is a lot better. Everything, mm -hmm. everything does seem to be better. It's just, it takes a lot longer to get stuff done. Yeah. There's 10 more steps to each thing when we used to just be able to click, click. So yeah. we get frustrated with that and other, other departments get frustrated, but mm -hmm. I mean, we've, I feel like we've gotten more efficient day by day and <laughs> getting stuff done. Yeah. But there's a lot, a lot of behind the scenes that they don't realize. Yeah, again, a lot of a lot of moving parts and parts. So, <laughs> um, so what kind of in terms of working with other departments, working with the rest of the company, what kinds of things help y'all do your job more easily? What make your job go more smoothly? What kind of support do you get from from other departments, from other people? I'd say uh, here is is the our dealership. You know, we do have a lot of good people, and we all do work really well together, and um, we help uh, each other with with whatever problems there is. Uh, us managers all work well together, and if we got an issue, you know, we we dive in and try, you know, whatever we can do to help that issue. Most of the time, it is the parts department being asked for the help, but that's because we're just we're the parts departments are the 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 awesome guys and gals that make everything happen, in my opinion. But anyhow, no, we uh. As, as a in dealer as our location there's no silos we're all we're all one and uh we're doing what we can to make this location successful at the end of the day okay great yeah freddie ruben i think uh here at 1011 uh, i would like to say that there's no five or five or four different departments i think we're just one department and we work for the customer so service, body shop, truck sales, and part department will work like together. You for the same reason to help the customer going, selling trucks, and that's the main point of us. Well, I mean, for Raj, right? Mm -hmm. And we try just to help each other always. Yeah. There's yeah, no competition. Uh, there's no very department. There's nothing. We're just the same, and that's it. Uh, yeah, and uh, seven habits of highly effective people. He talks about begin with the end in mind. So I guess in y'all's case, the end is the customer uh, providing the providing the service, providing the products for them. So yes. if everybody yes. keeping focused on that, then that kind of breaks down some divisions. Um, one question I had for you guys that also uh, somebody sent this in was, um, what uh, what would you change about your job if you could? Well, I, I mean, I guess that's a good question because I mean. Of course, as humans, we're never satisfied, you know, like, and I mean, re realistically, um, I guess the only thing I, I would change would be, um, I guess, the long hours, you know, that's probably the only thing. But 
I guess, I mean, to be successful, you have to put in the work and you have to do what, what just to finish the job. So at the end of the day, we're just grateful to even have a job and to work through all this, you know, because it makes us a better, better people, better managers, better leaders. And it's just, um, it's, it's just one of those things that we got to just think positive at the end of the day. And I believe we have like a great team right now. The, yeah. I don't think there's one, there's no need to change anything right yeah. now here where we work at. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is thanks to our team that we have. Yes, sir. Including fire department, service department, everyone, actually. Yep. So we're happy okay, that's for what we got. Yeah, that's really good to hear. Um, uh, Terry and uh, Kevin, uh, would, feel free to go a different direction if you'd like. Uh, what, what would you all change if you could? I mean, we have a great crew, great team. I enjoy coming to work every day. Um, I mean, there are days that you struggle, but really, I mean, everybody here works hard and everybody's, it's the same goal, take care of the customer. So, I mean, we really don't have any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as everybody's working together, there's really nothing I would change. I mean, other than SAP being challenging <laughs> right. a lot of the time, <laughs> but I mean, it's getting better every day too, so. Yeah. All right, so the flip side of that, uh, what do you enjoy about your job? The people. Yep. Mm. Our people. I mean, like I said, we we have good people throughout the whole whole dealership and, and we've said this them uh throughout this whole deal, the end result is taking care of the customer and, and it's just uh come in here and you know make the best of it and have, have fun and, and we do do that and um yeah, the people people throughout the whole location. Great. Uh, uh, Freddie and Ruben, what about y'all? What do y'all enjoy about the job? Uh, yeah, the, the same thing, just the people that we work with, you know, so we try to, we, we see ourselves like a sports team, you know, like Dallas Cowboys, you know, we're just, yeah. we're just right there making plays, making plays, making yeah. plays, we mess up, uh, there's something that happens, hey, we get up and we do it again, we run the next play, so mm -hmm. the people for sure. Oh, for mm -hmm. sure, the challenges that we have every day. Yep. All right, great. Um, if someone is interested in parts, uh, if they want to get into this as a career, what advice would you give them in terms of getting into a department and then developing their career from there? Uh, I guess, I guess a lot of, uh, I guess because parts is like a tedious job, you know. So a lot of people that are not willing to put in the work, uh, their automatic reaction to that is just giving up. Like, oh, this is just too much, you know. Mm -hmm. And to be in the parts department is just to get a multitask and just you know, multitask, but always finish the task at hand, you know, because of course you have five fires and you don't put one down, you know, so uh, I think that that's probably one thing that I would say to anybody that's coming in and like, just be ready because your, your plate's full. Yeah, but right. always I'd have fun. Yes, sir. I'd say the same thing, you know, be ready, be ready. You know, we're in a customer service business and, uh, you know, you're not going to come in here just thinking, you know, there's nothing that says you're only going to answer five or 10 phones or, or only pull five or 10 orders. It's, it's, it's nonstop. Most of, most of the eight hours were here and um, yeah, just be ready to go and, and uh, give it all you got, be the best that you can be. And if you I got did. somebody, if you got somebody, send them our way. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. All right, so I've got a few questions that people sent in ahead of time that I'll send over to you guys. Uh, you addressed a couple of these as you were talking, but um, one question was, what are three things you value in a parts employee? 
I'd say, uh, uh, you know, a good positive attitude, um, reliable, and uh, really good work ethic. Mm, I don't okay, know. Yeah. If... Yeah, that pretty much lines up with, uh, with kind of, you know, what you've talked about with the challenges of the position. So, yeah. uh, 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 Freddie and, and Ruben, what about y'all? Three things you that you look for in a parts employee. Uh, I would say uh, for sure, for sure, it would be loyalty. Because, you know, if you if you can't love where you work, then you shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Two, always re- be ready to work. So a good work ethic. Mm-hmm. And number three would be no negative energy. Yeah, Never. Always ah, think okay. positive. Always, yeah. you know, be grateful that we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, team player, for sure. Yeah, right. team player, for sure. Yep. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we're positive sure. attitudes right there on the coin. So that's that's one of our core yeah, values. Always. So. Yeah. Thanks for plugging the core values. <laughs> uh, yes, this sir. was an interesting question that came in. What did your mom tell you that most applies to your job? I'd, I'd say uh, treat others as you expect to be treated. And mm-hmm. if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty broadly applicable. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, I guess the one thing that my mom, my family always say, uh, you always show up to work no matter what. Hmm. Always show up to work. Yeah. And always smile no matter what what day are you having. If it's a rough day or something like that, just smile. Yeah. And you're gonna get that energy into you. Yeah. All right. And then um, another one is what is the parts manager's work life balance like? I'd I'd say um, I I try to shut it off uh, when I leave out of here. And mm. most most times I I do. Um, but I'd say that the one thing I carry carry home is that, like I said, I'm so mentally exhausted. And I when I do get home, you know, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to, you know, go anywhere or, or you know even talk too much so my wife would say i don't do a very good job at all and i would you know my <laughs> my work is more important but anyhow <laughs> and uh freddie ruben what about y'all what's what, what is y'all's work-life balance like um i guess uh, we like to do everything in moderation so it's like a diet you know if you work too much then you're not going to be effective the next day so hmm. you got to just count you know, just kind of just work. Some days we stay late. Some days we try to go home early. You know, we just got to just kind of figure it out. Some days we go to lunch. Sometimes we'll bring our lunch, you know, so we usually eat together all the time. So either if we're going to leave early, we'll skip lunch, work through lunch, and then we just kind of go and it makes our day uh, a lot more effective. Okay. On my case, I don't get married. You know, I work for Rush. 100% work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that that solves the problems. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I got a couple of questions that's coming through the chat. Uh, Rishi has asked, uh, "How do you decide?" This is a very specific question. How do you decide stocking levels for parts and place orders with the suppliers? Uh, here at Kansas City, corporate does pretty much all that on our side. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we do. Uh, if we see you notice know, something that's fat, you know, that we should have in stock or we're getting low, then then we'll uh, send an email to uh, Alex Giblin, which is who handles our stuff. But yeah, 
everything is ordered through corporate for uh, for our location here. Okay, is that the case for El Paso as well? Uh, yeah, some cases, but when we have like stuff in back order, which has been happening like for the last three years, we always have to we always like to have like new ideas, try to get new vendors, aftermarket stuff, you know. So we try to have the customer going always, you know, no matter what. Like for us, if we have a back a backward part, we, it that's an excuse for us. I mean, oh, oh well, that's not an excuse actually. You know, we need to get like an, a different um different um option for the customer. That's what I would like to say. I guess yeah. You know, so basically, mm -hmm. I guess fifty percent will go to corporate and fifty percent will do it through through our uh, through our site. So yeah, that's how we do it. Okay. All right, uh, Lee has asked, uh, how do you prioritize STOs to ship out and do you find it a hassle and sometimes feel like your inventory is taken advantage of by other branches? We ship all of our STOs same day, no questions asked for the most part. Um, I mean, if it's something our shop needs, we may cancel an STO, but we, I mean, everything goes out the same day we get it, hmm, okay. no matter what so yeah i i think my opinion is an sto shouldn't be sent for parts to be stocked it should only be sent uh when when parts are on national back order or you know uh it might take longer to get from it's not in your home pdc so it might take longer to get or it's a direct ship part um but yeah we ship uh we ship all stos unless you know we show five of something and one location's wanting all five of them, you know, we, especially if it's a hard to get part. So, but for the most part, yeah, we ship all S STOs. Okay. El Paso, is that same for you guys or is that a little different? Yeah, well, we got the STO king here. He <laughs> loves shipping with STOs, you know? So, uh, I mean, what, whether we don't even care if they they need it, we take, we'll, we'll send it out, so. Yeah, so we, we, we won't ever feel like it's an advantage that the other rush is taking it from us because at the end of the day, there's a customer waiting for the part, right? Yep. And we work for the customer, not for the, I mean, not for the branches. I mean, not for, I mean, we work for Rush and for the customers as well, right? <laughs> right. So if, if I, I don't know, like Odessa needs a part or some other place, we need to ship it for sure the same day. So there's no excuse. If we're like, uh, if, we, if, if we have no warehouse personnel, or we have no personnel, uh, we need to get those still shipped out for sure. Yeah. You know? Well, the customer's the boss, right? <laughs> yes, there we go. Yep. All right, Carl has asked, what are the different and unique qualities you look for in deciding if an employee would be a better fit in the phone room versus the front counter? Uh, I, I'm just going to, I think experience, you know, the, the amount of experience that they've got in the parts. Um, uh, Freddie, what do you think? Uh, yeah, the experience is key. Um, someone that already knows what what a part looks like, that's already handled the parts in the front counter, and usually a front counter guy, I kind of always look for um, uh, their attitude and the way they are, how they communicate with customers. Because hmm. I think when customers come into a to a showroom, they expect a good customer service, um, high energy, and someone that's really good, um, who's really hmm. good interacting with people in person. And well, a phone room guy has to be more technical, uh, needs to know what 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 parts look like without even act, actually getting a sample. So hmm, okay. usually, usually I would just say the experience too, sir. Okay. 
Um, so I got one that I uh, missed earlier until somebody pinged it for me just now. Uh, this is another really specific one. Has anybody used Reynolds or ADP CDK and how does it compare to SAP? No, sir. We never used that. Okay. Um, Kevin? Uh, we were on um, CDK previously. Okay. And yeah, it doesn't really, there's night and day difference between CDK and SAP. CDK was a lot more user. -friendly. Yeah, CDK was more user friendly. Not as many steps to to do everything. Okay. Are there any uh, any advantages aside from that? Are there any advantages to SAP that you think um, that CDK might not have had? Um, I think, like Terry said earlier, just uh, I'd say the warehouse management side, mm -hmm. uh, keeping everything, you know, doing cycle counts daily and keeping everything your inventory correct daily is 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 a big advantage okay all right uh a lot of questions for you guys on this one um they're really interested in what y'all are doing uh somebody said uh what uh oh this is ronaldo uh what are the most important software you need to you you need to do your job sap right mm -hmm. yeah it will be sap for sure okay yeah anything yeah, besides yeah, that I like, yeah i like using excel every now and then you know but oh okay sure for the most part i mean that's okay. it all right and nicholas has asked for the parts managers did you what did you look for when you were looking for an assistant parts manager just you know my biggest thing for one terry is very very good at what she does and uh you know when when i didn't have somebody before and uh, i'd go on vacation and and come back and she had stepped up and you know, took care of a lot of things, handled a lot of things, so I didn't come back um, bombarded. And uh, so I knew that she was the uh, right right person for the job. She uh, goes above above to do whatever she needs to do uh, for this part for the parts department. So I think that she was just the right person. <laughs> okay, great, Freddie. Um, I guess I can share a story. Um, the, before I got uh, Ruben hired as an assistant parts manager, um, I already had a guy lined up to be assistant parts manager, you know? So I was like, you know what? I, when I talked to the guy, he was like, all right, I, I'm interested to be a, a, a assistant. And then, um, you know, I guess like when, I guess when I told him those words, like he thought he didn't have to work, you know? So it was kind of weird because he's kind of fell off from the track we were going. And then Ruben at the time, I think you were like what front counter? Front counter. Yes, sir. And and that at that time, like th this is like 2020, right? So I'm going back two years. So and he was always the one offering, like, hey man, can I help you out with this? How do you do this? So he was always hungry for more information. So last minute, I had to tell the other guy, which uh, being a parts manager, it's you got to make a lot of hard decisions. So that's one of the, it was a hard conversation I have to that guy after I had told him, and that's maybe something I can learn from. Is not to speak out of pocket sometimes because you want to, you know, kind of get, get get things moving. And so I had to let him down slowly and and let him know that, you know what, I'm gonna have to go with Ruben because you know what, he was always hungry. He wanted to know, he wanted to learn. And basically, like my GM, Jacob Madrid, he always says, you gotta always train your replacement. So there's nothing that I know that 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 he doesn't know that I already know. So mm -hmm. that's one of those things that uh for looking for an assistant parts manager. Um, you always got to find that right guy that wants to learn and wants to just stay hungry 
for information. All right, I've got one from Yvonne here. What would you like corporate AP to know about the emails you receive regarding differences between PO and the invoice? Maybe just clarification on some of it. I mean, I know a lot of the time they just say contact SAP support, but if we don't know what we're asking, it, sh it just gets frustrating. I think we ha have a better handle on it than we did, but I mean, sometimes I don't know how to fix it and I don't know what to ask SAP support to help with. And sometimes they aren't very patient with us either. So, and we're already busy trying to do everything else that we're already tasked with every day. So, I mean, maybe a suggestion or if they don't understand how to do it, that, I mean, I get that too, but sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. <laughs> and we do try. We aren't trying to ignore any emails. We try to get to every single one of them in a timely manner. Um, we do have people in the department help us with them. So sometimes we don't realize things weren't handled, but we're doing our best. <laughs> okay. Freddie and Ruben, do you all have anything to add to that? Yeah, usually when we have a, a discrepancy or we get confused, we just place a phone call and, you know, like, hey, what did you mean? You know, because sometimes we, we don't know everything, you know, sometimes we might have missed something or, but we usually just make a phone call and be like, hey, what's going on? Can you explain it to us a little bit better? Because sometimes it gets confused. It gets, there's confusion in emails and everyone's just typing quick and we read it fast or we're multitasking. We don't read it right, but I think a simple phone call alleviates any but I think uh, any question. AP processor, which is Alicia, whether she's doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, she's she one of the best. And who's from Packer? Oh, Holly. Uh, Holly, too. Holly. Yeah. yeah, shout out to them. Yes, at least. Yeah. Yep. All right, great. Um, I've got one from Nori representing the help desk. She says the help desk would love to know what the start to finish is like from a truck pulling and then needing a part to the customer out the door. So kind of beginning and end process. What does that look like? I'm sure that's a very simple short answer you can give to that. <laughs> uh, from coming in the shop? out the door yeah uh i mean i don't know the process of the service department but obviously you know the truck comes in they ride it up then it goes to uh an, another you know they assign it to a tech i guess and then they write up an estimate and then they submit the estimate to the customer and the customer approves the parts um the service advisor uh you know, sends a quote to our back counter guy. He pulls the parts, charges to the RO, gets it to the tech, and then the tech installs the parts. And that's pretty much, and hopefully the truck leaves and doesn't come back, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Freddie, is that pretty accurate for you guys as well? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, that's everything that I've seen in the chat. So anybody that's on the call right now, if anybody has a question they'd like to ask these guys directly, um, feel free at this point to, uh, you can do your little hand raise icon and I can call on people and get some more questions in there. Any questions from from you guys out there? Yes. Edgar, yes. Good morning. Good morning, Edgar. Good morning, everybody. Yes, Both parts managers and assistants. How do you interact how often you go over your dashboard and especially how you guys handle you i mean i don't know why you score but how you guys handle your famous cbcas that we always 
behind. Is there any process? Is that part of the assistant role for you managers? So I'm trying to catch up and then catch up and then I'm always behind those famous CBCAs. Give me, give me the secret, please. <laughs> Well, no, Edgar, I mean, I think we I think we all struggle with ZBCA, but I mean, the, the way uh, Ruben and I just kind of split the jobs and try to call the vendors and we just try to do our best to actually um, narrow it down what, what, what the problem was, because sometimes it's we, we make the mistakes on our end and we misapply the PO. So we just got to figure out the processes and we just do the best we can to, to alleviate all the, the extra ZBCAs that we get. But do, do you go, Fred, I know we have that. Uh, task list that corporate providers, the daily, weekly, monthly, stuff like that. Do you guys, any of you can kind of follow that one or do you sit together, let's say every Tuesday you go over CBCA, every Wednesday, or I know we are busy, but when we go over there, mm -hmm. we have a lot of age, either CBCA or course or stuff like that. So wh what do you think we should do the, uh, I, I do have an assistant, which you know, Stephanie, so yeah, I've been splitting the task to try to focus, but sometimes you can't catch up. A week has seven days, so we make every day worth it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you are you are two hours behind of me. That's why you take have more hours. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we're gonna make a book, Mr. Edgar. It's gonna be called CBCA Secrets. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna send it to everyone. I'll pay for that one. Charge it to my account. Yeah, yeah. Right. What, about the other, what about the other team in the screen? How, how do you guys work out? And yet, how do you split uh, between the assistant first manager and the manager? How kind of split the task? Uh, is that for us? Uh, yeah. Yes, if you, if you don't mind. I mean, kind of. Uh, as far as the ZVCA, so since we just uh, came up on SAP, uh, we haven't had to, you know, we haven't been on it long enough to start getting that S or uh, the Z or to start getting anything aged on the ZVCA. But we did just have a call with our GM last Friday because we are going to have to start looking at that. And um, his his idea is that yes, once a week we meet and discuss and go over, you know, whatever's aged on the, the ZVCA and what are we doing to uh, try to get it cleaned up. All right, and Thank as you. soon as Ruben's book is published, uh, I'll, I'll make sure we get that distributed so that everybody everybody has the CV, CVCA secrets at their fingertips. We got you guys, we got you. <laughs> um, Nicholas is asking for the assistant parts manager, do you have set tasks that you do every day that are just part of the schedule? If so, what are the tasks? I usually start my day, um, I log into Navistar and I go through all of our invoices and I make sure freight's getting added to everything that needs to be added, um, get caught up on emails, try to look at workflows. I usually try to get here about an hour before everybody else does and mm. get caught up on that stuff and then go check on the warehouse, see what they need, depending on if anybody called in that day. Um, and then a lot of it's helping pull tickets, helping with will call, filing claims. It's just whatever gets thrown at us every day, we never know. <laughs> We never know what it's going to be. Right. All right, Ruben, what about you? Well, for sure, every day is a different day, right? But for sure, on the mornings, me and Fred, we get some coffee, some good coffee, and we just get some ideas. 
we plan the day. Sometimes we plan actually the whole week, and we just get it going for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, but sometimes we don't even have something set up. But we just do it during the day for sure. Yeah, just play by the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else have any questions? All right, it looks like we've hit about everything. Um, I, we're gonna go ahead and start to wrap this up here. I really appreciate you guys' time today. Um, this has been really informative. Um, I know there's a whole lot that goes on in y'all's department that people that aren't in your department don't see. And this is a real opportunity for people to, to understand better um, what you guys do and how we can support you and how you guys support us. Um, so I, I can't thank y'all enough for being here. Y'all were fantastic. Um, uh, last couple of notes real quick before we wrap up. Um, as far as the program, um, I do have some things set up for PLN now that I didn't have before. As I said, this is being recorded, and so afterwards I'll send this out. If anybody wants to get automatic PLN updates, you can just email pln at rushenterprises.com. I now have that email set up, so I'll respond to that and I'll get you added to our mailing list. I've also got a Teams channel, um, so if you have other thoughts, if you have follow-up questions, let me know. I can add you to that Teams channel and you can just use that as a, as a sounding board. You can post questions there. If you have additional thoughts, if you'd like to thank these guys for their time, uh, you can post that as a message there. Um, I've also got this set up now as a podcast. Uh, so it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Um, and if you just go onto that platform and search for Rush Enterprises Professional Learning Network, all the recordings will show up. So uh, if you know somebody who wasn't able to be here, they can just listen to this um, just as an audio podcast if that's easier for them. Um, and I've got links to all of that stuff that I'll send in the follow-up email as well. And then also I'll send a survey to everybody that was in attendance. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I plan on doing more of these, looking at some more positions um, in addition to some of the other topics that I've done, you know, things like for Kelp with 401ks and change management and stuff like that. So any thoughts you have for stuff you'd like to hear on this podcast, uh, on this webinar, let me know. Um, and I'd like to, to hear what you think is working well. So again, thank you very much, guys. Really, really appreciate y'all's time today. Everybody that attended, I appreciate y'all coming. Thank you for all the questions. Uh, but this has been I'm fantastic. Not... I wanted to say thank oh, you for oh, this. Also, uh, oh, also, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. We did have uh, Barry saying that uh, Ruben was a home run, so great job. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you for this opportunity to be here. Oh, sure. I, I guess this is the first time that I do something like this, like so professional. <laughs> and I wanted to say I love you guys and do never do not ever hesitate to ask for assistance from us, okay? Like we're always here yeah, to we're help. We're always here to help for sure. Yeah. And slam us with STOs for sure, okay? No worry about next day your ground, everything ship out today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, I I you did a fantastic job, Ruby. You're very professional. Awesome job. <laughs> Thank you. Try my best right. every day, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Y'all have a good day. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Happy you. Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday.